Welcome back to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky. And my name is Michelle Moss. And welcome listeners to our Monday morning. We are so excited to be here. Welcome and happy Monday. Yeah. As always, Lauren and I just, you know, save all, figure out all the world problems in an hour before we record. <laughs> if only in our own, right? <laughs> yeah. And like I always say, if only it was that easy, you know, um, I met with a friend this past week that I hadn't seen in a couple of years and, um, come from different, different cities and different places. And we just get together and we talk for three hours. And I was like, oh my gosh, all the things that we came together. And, and she is an African-American younger woman and me and, you know, the old white woman and we get together and it was beautiful. And, and, you know, it just kind of interesting to put these cultures together and, and, and we all have the same wants and needs, you know, we need love, we need affirmation, we need to feel fulfilled, we need inspired, we need spiritual growth. And it was just such a beautiful moment. So Regine, if you're listening, I am so blessed to know you and I'm so glad we got to get together. Do you have anything? Oh, you love those conversations though. And you just get like lost in it. And it's just like one thing to the next. I do. I think it's so beautiful. It was. And we actually were at a restaurant and um, I think the guy was like, okay, ladies, you've been here two and a half, two, three, you know, we ended up being there three and a half hours and it was like, you know, drinking water. So it was, um, I'm sure he wasn't thrilled that we were taking up his space, but we had the, the best time and it was so great to reconnect. Did you have anything impactful happen for you this past week? That was like, oh. I was really grateful just this Saturday to even slow down and just, um, I like to cook. So the girls, I had the three girls and we went and did haircuts and then we went to the grocery store and they all wanted to pick like recipes and make stuff. And so we kind of just went Saturday from one thing to the next, like making different yummy things that everyone got to pick something. And that was, that was fun to me just to get lost in that. Cause I used to work a lot on Saturdays and that was a goal of mine in the last two years to just take more time for family on Saturdays. So that oh, was I really fun. Great. And it's also that blending of the family. So you have Chris's daughter and your two and putting it together for that bonding. I think that's beautiful. Oh, something I have to share that I thought was so cute. So his daughter wanted to go do something with her friends and um, we dropped her off and my youngest goes, mom, I'm so glad that she went and did that with her friends. I just love seeing her happy. And oh, I just mom. thought it was so cute to come from a seven-year-old just to see her happy. Like it really just, I don't know, well, kind of made me emotional for a second because I'm so grateful for that connection that they've built. Because if any of our listeners have blended a family, like not always easy. challenging. Yeah. Well, you're also role modeling that we just did a podcast on being a cheerleader to other females. And it's, you know, your kids, your daughters are seeing you do that. You know, you can not see everybody as a competition, but be thankful and blessed for them when they're yeah. having a success or something good. So I think that's that so sweet. I'm like, Oh my God, bless her little heart. She's seven. And out of nowhere in the car, she just like says that on our way home from dropping her off. I was like, oh, love that. I think that is very sweet. So, you know, today we uh, talked about a couple of things that we wanted to bring up and Lauren has been reading this book. That's been a hot button book that I've heard about multiple places. So I'm going to have to find the time to read it. So tell us a little bit about the book and the author. I love this kind of stuff circling back at the beginning of the year. Um, and it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I just think checking in on our habits, because even if we feel like we have good habits, our life changes, the season of life they're in changes. So I think it's always good to do a check-in. Um, so that's why I figured why not do it in January, right? Reread right. the book. 
And, and some of those, some of those habits, we have to also, they can be a blind spot. And we've talked about this before too. We have to gain the insight as to what, where our blind spot or bad habit is, or even if it's a good habit, less of it, something where we have to have that insight and acknowledge, Hey, this might be something I need to work on. And sometimes people don't like to do that because it's, it's self-reflection, but it's, it's also, Okay. I got to think about the hard stuff. This might not be a great quality of mine, or this might be something I need to tweak a little bit. And that's where the, again, the insight of the blind spot where we can grow. So where, where was your aha or insight for this reading this book? Well, one of the things I'm going to work on implementing, because it's so interesting hearing about like the dopamine hits, like from certain things that we do. And obviously even for a lot of people, you know, social media is a big one. And I want to work on the social media boundaries and why I'm using it, like also to role model that for my kids. Cause I just think over consumption can, you know, be bad for our brains and our creativity and all that kind of stuff. So my habit that I'm going to work on is I already started doing it in the mornings. Like I don't let myself get on social until like after my morning routine, after getting the kids on the bus. And ending the night, like an hour before bedtime, I put on my do not disturb and I don't allow myself like on my phone, um, in my social media. So I loved his idea of like a habit that you kind of want to work on is then adding in one that you want, like a good habit, something you want to bring into your life. So I came up with this this morning. I'm like, okay, I'm going to challenge myself when I want to get on my social to do two minutes of that mindful breath work, just to slow down for a minute and focus on my breathing for two minutes. I found, um, in the insight timer. I love that one. If anyone wants to look for like meditation, um, kind of music or even calming music for nighttime, that's a great free app, but they have one that's just two minutes long. So now I saved it in my favorites. So we'll see how it goes. And I'll, I'll like let anyone know, but I said that was maybe a good way to tie in something I'm wanting to work on with a habit I want to be more intentional around. Cause how many times do you pick up your phone? Cause you like have a minute and you're just sitting somewhere random and you just catch yourself scrolling. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I didn't even realize I was sitting here for 15 minutes, just mm -hmm. mindlessly scrolling. So I want to just be able to catch myself, I think more in it. Mm -hmm. Well, I think too, when you do that, and we mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago where I'm, I'm taking that five minutes, I set my timer and I'm just letting my mind be clear with breath. I think that helps you maybe set when you're doing your two minutes before you even get on social media or look at the things that you got to do for the day. Sometimes ideas come to you. Sometimes there's some clarity and, and it's also a stress relaxer to a reducer to just chill for a couple of minutes. And I know it sounds, sometimes it sounds like two minutes isn't very long or five minutes isn't very long. Sometimes it seems like an eternity when you're, you've got a lot of things to do and you're like, okay, I want to do, I don't want it to be a should. I want it. I don't want it to be a task that has to be added to our day where it causes anxiety. And we're like, oh my gosh, looking at your clock. Is it two minutes yet? Or is it five minutes? I want it to be something our listeners are engaging in for peace and calm and centering and mindfulness. Like we talk about not, not as a task. And I'm being guilty of that. Okay. I got to do this. I should do this you know, giving you that, that moment, which kind of leads me to my, my habit. Um, I have a habit. If anyone knows me of saying, yes, you know, yes, I'll do that. Yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll do this. I'll do this too. And, and even when I talk about what I'm doing in, in the last couple of weeks, it's been insane. And I need to break that habit by saying no, or not even saying no, by saying, 
if someone asks me to do something, I need to say, you know what, I'm going to give myself some time to think on that. I'm not sure I'll have to get back to you. And then literally spend some time thinking on it. Not the impulse is to people please and say yes. And also it's a compliment when somebody asks you to do something. Oh, it feels good to be asked to be on this board or to do this thing or do this. Sometimes it's like, okay, but do I really have time? Do I really want to add that stress onto my plate right now? when I have other things that I need to do well, and if I'm spread too thin, I can't do anything well. So hitting that pause button and saying, I'll have to get back to you. And if I think on it and it's something I really want to do. So this is even if something I really want to do, I need to hit the pause button and Mm -hmm. let me think on this. I'll let you know tomorrow or later today or whatever it is. And really, truly think on it. How will this benefit me? How is this, how much is this going to add to my plate? How much is this going to be complicating my life when I'm trying to simplify it's interesting. Yeah. I have talked about simplifying. That was my big thing. My word I have amplified, I, I, but I, I, I know I've had to amplify in order to simplify. Like yeah. I'm adding I'm working two jobs now and my nonprofit and all the other things for a couple of more weeks when I will be letting go of with, you know, some grieving of letting go of the, the position I had at North Canton Therapy Works. And then the transition to growth in my new business, Moss Mental Health and Wellness. And it's that whole shift. But in the meantime, I'm doing both, which is kind of ironic. I'm doing the opposite of what I said, but it's only for a short time. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're ramping up to slow down to figure, to put all the pieces back together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good one. I mean, I feel like I even have been trying to work on that more. It kind of goes back to a couple episodes ago when we talked about doing like the hell yes. Like, Mm -hmm. does this really feel aligned with me? And like you said, am I overextending myself and really looking at the calendar? Like, okay, does this fit into my world and making sure it's like, doesn't. So something else I put in my calendar this year to kind of focus on is it just says self family business. Mm -hmm. So that way it's like, am I getting a little bit of those things in and not overextending myself? Cause I think a a lot of us, I hear from a lot of women, just the whole people, people pleaser part, you know, so many of us struggle with wanting to say yes, wanting to make others happy. Well, and even saying self family business, really, that is the way that is the healthiest view. We have to fill ourselves up. We have to take care of ourselves. So we have something left and our family is that inspiration and support. If you're in a healthy family, some families create more anxiety, but if you're, you know, in a good space with your family and then your business, because all of those things support you to do the best you can do in your business world, um, your job, your career, whatever that may be. But I think, you know, it's some people think it's selfish to put yourself first. You know, we've talked about this before, but that's the healthy place to be. And that's why when we hit the pause button before I say yes, or you take two minutes before you jump on, it gives us that time to say, is this going to be something that's going to add to my life and, and, and help me reach my passions and my goals? Or is this something that's going to be another thing like the task that we talk about that I have to do? just to get it checked off. So it's done. No, we want it to be doing those things that we are passionate about. Absolutely. And if we are spreading ourselves too thin, when we finally have the time for the thing we're most passionate about, I don't know about you, but then sometimes you're just exhausted. So that's why simplifying was so important to me. Cause when I think of now, my people think we're so busy and we have small babies, but now I'm like, Oh my gosh, I feel like it's just getting busier. Cause now my kids are 
getting more into activities and all of that. And so that's why simplifying really matters to me because I want to be able to show up for that stuff. You know, it's also when we talk about simplifying, when we actually have an afternoon off, like I had a couple of hours, both Saturday and Sunday where I, and this is, this is a Michelle is, and this is where my head goes. I had time that I was just kind of, I, John and I watched a movie um, and we we're making some plannings for the new place that we purchased. And I felt guilty almost because I wasn't doing something like, I, I mean, I kept feeling like I should be doing something because that's how I live my life. You know, I had to really like push myself to just be calm and in the moment, because literally I could just, I mean, it's hard to slow down when your mind is constantly, I mean, I feel like I have a zillion great ideas and God's been blessing me with all these great ideas, but then I have to also let myself rest so I can utilize them and and put them in. Maybe that's what you need on your calendar. Like 30 minutes of free writing, creativity time that you get all those juices flowing and get it all out. Cause I, I mean, I can relate to that. That's something I've really been working on lately is when I have my downtime, um, I actually just talked about this on my story. So it's so weird. You're bringing it up. And I was saying how I think I felt um, a little bit like unsafe. I don't know if that's the right word, but like after being divorced of just like needing to be in my business or thinking about my business. Cause I was that main like person, like putting the roof over our heads. And that felt like, you know, a little unsafe to me and scary a lot of responsibility, very much yeah. responsibility. So something I saw actually Gabby Bernstein do that I've been trying to do since I'm like, okay, Sundays are my day. I shut off from all of it. Like that's no social media, no work. And when I catch myself feeling the anxiety in my body, cause it comes up and it's like, you should be thinking about work. You should be doing something. I breathe. And she does this tapping between which fingers are these, your middle finger and your index finger. Mm-hmm. And she just does this tapping right in between. Mm-hmm. And I just say, I am safe. And it's so crazy because I feel like my body calming down. And I I think since I am now in such a safe place, like I have a partner for life, I have that feeling now. I actually feel like I'm noticing it in my body so much more. Isn't that weird? Yeah. No, I think it's, it's that insight. I do that with my clients, except I have them tap right below their neck, like on their breastbone. I mean, the tapping is something that is so it's Eastern civilization stuff. It's old stuff. It, it really works. And, you know, it's part oh, of it helps. and centering and all that. Um, but you know, whatever you can do, and this is what I our, I hope our listeners hear, you know, we have to gain the insight. I, you know, we recognize these things. We have to implement a coping skill, you know, put something in place. This is cognitive behavioral therapy 101 we understand our brain. We understand what's going on. We have to change the behavior, change the thinking, change the behavior. And that reduces our stress, our anxiety, our depression, all those things. Well, and that's what I love about too, is there's like just some little things that you can implement. Um, so just doing that right between my fingers tapping and telling myself I am safe. Like it's been so good because I don't want my life to be consumed by that. And thinking like I either have to be in my business thinking about my business, like, no, it's okay. My business will be there Monday morning. Mm-hmm. But, and I think, again, we've talked about this. It's that shift from when you start off. Well, first of all, you were taking care of your children on your own as a single mom, but, but you also, when you start a business, whether you're, you know, you're a, a, like for me, I'm now I'm, I'm doing this therapy business on my own, or you, when you're starting off as a stylist and you go out on your own or whatever it is, um, 
you want to be available because you're growing your business, you know? Yeah. And then when you get to a place where, okay, I don't need to keep doing that. It's hard to shut that off because Mm -hmm. it's your bread and butter. It's, it's what's putting the roof over your head. And so, um, that's that. Okay. I've done it for a while. Or even, even if you are new, you still have to have carving out that time to shut down for a little bit so you can relax and Oh, sounds so great. I, I just need to work on doing it. Well, the things that I say, you know, lots of, Oh, good. I hope you implement the habits. So if you're one, of, if you're a listener and you have never read this book, I definitely recommend it. Atomic habits. Um, if it's something you just want to implement and start getting a little clarity around what you do, kind of why you do it. And some of the shifts that you can make, I feel like it's a pretty easy read and simple little tools to start working on. I like that. I like when a book or a program or a seminar or a course gives you literal concrete things that you can do. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you go and I've gone to different trainings and I'm like, oh my gosh, I know all this. I I mean, I wanted something new or I wanted something concrete to take away, you know? And I think that it's nice when a book actually does that or, or, or some, we're going to throw some hints out here that we have some, some exciting things coming um, that we're going to give some concrete things. Uh, so there, there's just, that gives it so much more value when you can read it, but you have something to take away from it. It's not yeah, just, cause abstract. even another thing he says yeah. in there too, is like, say you want to start working out, like, cause I always say, when you set a goal, you have to give it more details because if you give it more details, it's more likely one, you're going to like stick to it and not just like, Oh, I just want to start working out. Well, when, and I think that's, what's cool. One of his examples he gives is like saying when you want to do it, like, okay, I'm going to do it in the morning. I'm going to do it this day or these days and where am I going to do it? What kind of workout am I going to do? Like he kind of maps it out a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gives you a little more clarity around it instead of just saying, Oh, it's the new year. I want to start working out. Mm-hmm. Like, like I just said, kind of with the book, it's concrete. It gives you a yeah. concrete definitive thing to follow. Um, and that's what we all need. You know, abstract is great, but we have to take that abstract idea and put it into play into reality. So Yeah. And then I always say the next step too is accountability. So if you're one of our listeners and you set, you want to set a new habit, you want to do it with us, shoot it to us in a DM. Let us know what you're going to start working on. Yeah. Well, mine for sure is hitting pause before I say yes. And yours is taking a couple of minutes before you jump into your day and social media. So yes, I think those are both worthy. Still need to work. I'm sure there's a lot more. We'll continue to continue to grow and what habits we need to create and what we need to eliminate. <laughs> so, all right. Anything else you want to add that I like the idea of atomic habits. Um, yeah. And, and I, and another group I'm in is reading that book. That's why it sounded familiar. So I guess I need to do it now. I'm hearing it from a second group of people. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great one to start the year. Good. All right. Listeners, as always stay cheeky.